Hike the trail? Check. Order takeout? Check. Schedule heart checkup? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe. Hike the trail? Check. Order takeout? Check. Schedule heart checkup? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe. We are excited to move into our Women's Soccer Spotlight. This week, we are talking to Sky Blue FC forward Kim DeCesar. Kim, welcome to Two Up Front. Hi, thank you guys for having me. I'm excited. You're welcome, Kim. We are excited to have you here on the program. Sky Blue FC, one of those teams this season where you guys have been hot, you've been cold, now you find yourself kind of the middle of the table right now. We actually are very intrigued by what's happening out there on the East Coast. Can you give us a little insight about how things have been going for Sky Blue and uh, your upcoming game against FC Kansas City? Well, we're we're excited to be home again because we haven't been home in a little while. Um, we have been a little bit hot and cold, but it's been a work in progress. And and obviously, everybody doesn't get to see the the day in and day out of our of our hard work every day, but. Um, we're getting better. We're getting better every practice, every day. We're getting people back from injuries, um, kind of getting new people in the rotation, and and the future is bright. That's all I have to say. Well, that's good. You would say that the the sky is blue around uh, the sky blue. I say, sorry, it's an awful pun. Either way, though, there's not a cloud in the sky. The only cloud is cloud nine. <laughs> Love it. I like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that quote down and and, and use that later. <laughs> so, uh, Kim, uh, interesting thing is that you actually spent the preseason with a different team and then was signed by Sky Blue FC. Can you fill us in on how all that worked out for you? Yeah, so that was last year. Last year I started preseason with um, Kansas City, actually, who we're playing this weekend. Um, I'm excited to see them again. And, um, yeah, so I I went into preseason with them, and kind of a couple things couple things went down, and Sky Blue gave me a call, and they said, hey, Jim, we need a, we need a center forward. Would you, would you like to come to us? And I said, sure. It's supposed to be Island, so simple, simple as out. that. We just say, "Hey, you want to you want to come over here and play for us?" And you're like, "Yeah, why not?" Or just you know, just yeah. you just happen to be in the area, basically. <laughs> Very nice. Well, yeah, that was awesome. Well, that's great. I mean, you know, being able to be a part of an organization like that for FC Kansas City for a little while certainly you know helps you as a player being around such great players. And now you do find yourself at Sky Blue FC. You played four games so far this season. Uh, you've appeared in four games. No goals anywhere for you yet. Uh, are we going to see a goal against a former team uh, possibly this weekend at all, or what's in the cards for for you this coming game? Um, obviously, always hoping for goals, always um, visualizing goals, but uh, just you know, going to do my job and and play my role, and hopefully, goals and wins will come. So we're just looking for a win. So however that happens, I'll be happy with it. Well, that makes sense. I mean, obviously, you want to do your best that you can each and every game. Sky Blue is an interesting team, I feel like, uh, Kim. Looking at this roster, looking at the rest of the league as a whole, 
I feel like, at least from an outsider's perspective looking in, Sky Blue has kind of always been that underdog looking around the league. Do you guys embrace that status going into almost every game, or are you guys starting to gain enough respect from what you've seen on your end, especially with Coach Christie, Coach, wow, I can't speak today, Coach Christie Holly in charge as well, really kind of driving you guys forward? What, what's, what's the feel? Do you guys feel like that underdog going around the, the league? Are you here to try to make a statement? Are you going to be one of those four playoff teams, or what exactly is going on with you guys this year? Um, I think that we don't necessarily feel that we're the underdog. I think that other people look at us in that way. We go into every game as if we're going to win. Our game plan, obviously, is we're confident in it, and every every game we plan to win. So, but it, yes, in some ways, we, I I do feel like we're the underdog. Uh, just kind of how how people look at us from the outside, but that is sometimes a good situation to be in because. Like when we're playing against Chicago, who's top of the table, and we we get a point on the road, that that's a good feeling. And and we had our home op- uh, our away opener against Seattle, and one against them. You know that that we can roll with that underdog, and I don't really have a problem with, with people saying that. And hopefully, as, by the end of the season, we'll we'll be one of those top four teams, and nobody will everyone will no longer consider us an underdog. So, but I don't. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Exactly, yeah. We call them underdogs. Some teams rise to that occasion, and sometimes that lets them fuel them as well throughout the rest of the season. I mean, and you... I think we do. I, I, I do. I think that even in the games that we were like, we were a little bit more not expected to win, but we were we struggled in those games, and then games that maybe maybe were a little bit tougher or a little bit um, we had a plan a little bit more for. We came out and, and prepared well and, and did well against them. Well I, well, I will say this, Kim, for uh, for guys like Simon and I who do follow the league and do offer predictions on a weekly basis, anytime we always get to a Sky Blue FC game, we always sit there for a moment, we just we take a hard look at it, even more so than the other games, because as you've mentioned too, I mean, you guys have outperformed some of those games that people quote-unquote thought you weren't supposed to win, and then vice versa, you've struggled on some of those games that people thought you might win as well. And it's always interesting too, but it's nice to hear that you guys are going into every game with the exact same mentality, regardless if you think you're an underdog or not, and you're trying to really embrace it and try to be the best team that you can. And you look at the rest of the season, and even the next three games, along with FC Kansas City, you play Seattle, and then you play Washington. That's a bit of a gauntlet to go through. I mean, you could even throw Portland and Houston in there as well for those following games as well. Going up against, and I think this is the beautiful thing about NWSL as well, there's really no bad team in NWSL. And does that no. make you as a player better overall? Because you know that no matter who you're playing for, there's really no cakewalk, I guess, is the, is the best way to put it. I mean, when you're looking at the opponents that you face on a weekly basis. Yeah, it's exciting. Every game's exciting because you never know. <laughs> you hope to win, but you really never know what's going to happen. And you come against players that are just so talented and teams that are so good. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter who you play. It's Every every game, it's not hard to get excited for because mm-hmm. you know that you're not going to walk over all over any team ever. So, Kim, I love it. I love it when the person we're interviewing tosses up a softball to me, and I get to crack a home run with it. <laughs> you're talking Wait, about. What did you say? 
I, I was saying I love it when our guest tosses me up a softball that I can take a crack at. You, you did that perfectly for this next transition here. <laughs> uh, you, you're talking about experience and, and using that. I always love to hear from players who have played in other leagues, and you've spent some time in Sweden. So what's the difference that you see between NWSL and the top league in Sweden, which I am not even going to chance to try to pronounce that please league. please try i would like <laughs> the, to hear the damo svenskan yeah it's the damo svenskan how's that is yeah, that that's pretty good okay oh, okay now now what is it really yeah. though <laughs> damo, i mean i say damo svenskan and i think for espo united i don't know if i say it right or wrong but i think i'm close enough Hey, that's hey. You you played there, so you got more credibility than we do on that. So we'll, however you pronounce it, is how we'll go with it. Um. So I would say both both leagues are very good. The the game is just different in Sweden. It's it's there's less turnover because it's more of a lower press. There's a lower line of competition, and the back line will keep the ball for a while. The midfield will pop it into the midfield. They'll go back to the back line. There's more more possession and, and picking and choosing moments. Hmm. And it's a little bit of a slower paced game, but I don't mean that in that players' decisions make, decision-making is slower. It's just not as high-pressed. I feel like in, in the NWSL, a lot of us are high-pressed, very athletic, very fast, but we also lose the ball a lot more because we take more risk. Mm-hmm. There in Sweden, it's more calculated risk. I try and think, if we were to play each other, it would it would definitely be an interesting game, and I don't know, I don't know how how it would turn out because we would high press, they would try and keep the ball. Um, it's still though, I still play have played with some of the best players and against some of the best players in Europe, and they compare and are better than some of the players here. It's just I can't say that one league is better than the other. Sure, they're different styles. Which makes and sense. And I learned yeah. different things playing in both leagues. Hmm. Well, that was that was the one question I had is is what do you take from playing in Sweden and apply it to your game in the NWSL? Um, I actually, I think I learned to slow myself down a little bit, and that everything doesn't have to be hundred miles an hour all all the time. I think in the in the United States, we're taught that game speed. And game pace is as fast as you can go, as quick as you can touch the ball, as hard as you can hit it, but that's not the case. Game speed is varied. And when I went overseas, I, the first practice, I remember them telling me, you can, you don't have to sprint through the warm up. Like, we are going to take hmm. it easy for the first 30 minutes of, of training and, and some things just slowed down. And I think that helped me. Um, because I was always moving a hundred miles an hour and that's not to say that doesn't help sometimes, but, I I slowed down a little bit and realized that that the game involves more patience than I had. So hmm. that's probably what I learned over there. How interesting. It's interesting to see that. I mean, yeah, we've talked to so many different players on the show and you hear about those that play the game at, you know, 100 miles an hour, and then you hear the converse side of it from you as well, where it's, uh, hey, you know, it's it's okay to slow things down. And, and I would agree, too, watching MLS, watching NWSL, watching the U.S. national teams as a whole, it's so go, 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 because that's what people in America like to see. They like the quick results. They like to, hey, how fast can we take a shot? move around, do other things like that as well. But it's nice to see. And, I, and I, I'm a fine line between the two. I like, you know, to be able to have it, a quality of the game to happen 
plus also the speed of the game as well, too, within reason, with the excitement of it, within reason, obviously. But uh, one thing I'm curious about, Kim, you, you've played in Sweden, you play here in the NWSL. What Now that you've kind of seen the best of both worlds, what is... What's your what's your ultimate goal here? Is there something you want to do? I mean, I understand you're you're only 25, so you've got some time here still to to really make a name for yourself. But as you as you lie awake there you know, in bed at night, you know, thinking and dreaming about what you want to do, playing professional soccer, I'm sure, is very high on that list. But is is there what's the next step career wise that you want to be able to make to to cement yourself in history? Um, I every day I wake up and I'm like, I'm so happy that I'm going to practice. So and, and that I'm playing. So for me, since, since injuries have kind of been on and off, my every day that I'm quote unquote healthy or healthy enough, um, that's that's my goal. I know I can't necessarily control that, but I would like to put put in a couple more years in the league and maybe go overseas one or two more times and just kind of enjoy the experience. I I can't say I have some some big goals. I mean, obviously everybody does and. You want your team to do well. You want your team to win, be successful. You want to have personal success. But there's nothing really concrete in the playing world that I would say that I have goals for. I just I, I genuinely enjoy playing every day, and I want to continue to enjoy that. And as long as I'm enjoying it, I want to continue to play. And then after I'm done playing, I'm I definitely feel like I need to try being a coach. I want to be a college coach. Oh, wow. So okay. that's definitely something that I'll try. I don't know if it's something I'll stick with. I don't know if I'm going to want soccer to, to run my life my whole life. Sure. But right now, that's, that's probably the route that I'll, I'll go with. So every every year, every, every year that I play, every new team that I play for, uh, I feel like still helps me, is going to help me in the future in becoming a coach. I think it's, that's a wonderful attitude, first of all, to have, Kim, is just appreciating each day that you're alive and doing what you're doing. Because let's face it, there are not many people in this world that to get the to get the call themselves professional soccer players. Exactly. And especially in in a league like the NWSL that has has survived now, uh, you know, longer than any other women's professional league in the states. Um, and I do I, I love hearing that coaching is something that you're interested in doing. I have a nine-year-old that plays the game, and I, I got to tell you, it is such a joy, not just because it's my daughter, but it's such a joy to coach those nine-year-olds, those ten-year-olds, and when you see them apply something to the game that you've been working on in practice, including back passes and slowing the game down, by the way, uh, <laughs> it's, it really is, um, for me, because I, I played the game at a competitive level, obviously not professionally, but at a competitive level, and being able to have that outlet by, by sharing that knowledge mm-hmm. with kids is is it's for me a, a magical thing yeah no it's awesome i'm actually right after i'm done with you guys i'm going to coach my u13 team awesome perfect well fantastic well I kim and that's that's fantastic to hear well kim we appreciate you taking some time today here on two up front you can find kim a member of sky blue fc as they take on fc kansas city this saturday night at 7 p.m eastern time go and check out the game if you're in the area or watch it live and free on youtube as well Kim DeCesar, thank you so much for taking some time for, with us today, and we, uh, we look to hopefully have you back on the show again in the future. 
Awesome. Thank you guys for having me. Whether you're having a not moving off the couch while you watch the game kind of day or a no time between conference calls kind of day, it can still be a delicious Dunkin' kind of day. And with Dunkin' now available on DoorDash, it's easier than ever to get your faves brought right to your door. So if you're looking for coffees, donuts, and breakfast sandwiches in the morning, craving some afternoon snack and bacon, or in need of Dunkin' refreshers for a PM pick-me-up, we've got you covered. Order now and get your faves brought to your door through Grubhub, Uber Eats, and DoorDash. Price and participation may vary. Exclusions apply. America runs on Dunkin'. The sweet aromas of the apple fritter, cinnamon roll, and blueberry muffin are hard to resist. So making it the rest of the way home without reaching in your McDonald's bag is no easy task. But nothing worth doing is easy. Wake up and pair any one of these sweet, fluffy, frittery bakery treats with a McCafe iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.